EPB Swimming in Houston, so yeah, more uh, more rain, more flooding. Um, got a little bit today. Uh, got a little bit yesterday. Got a hell of a lot to, all of last week. So you know, we just we just making it. So uh, one of my customers is close to being flooded out. She's not quite flooded out yet, but she's like dangerously close to it. So, um, but I mean, otherwise, you know, we just we just chilling. So just dealing with it. How long has it been raining down there, Joe? It rained. Okay, so it rained Sunday. It rained a little mm-hmm. bit on Memorial Day. And then it's pretty much been raining ever since. And I'm not talking about, like, you know, a couple of uh, sprinkles here or there. You know, we're talking, like, you know, an inch or two inches of rain. So mm. uh, some parts, uh, you know, they've, they've got more than that. So um, down in Fort Hood, which is not too far away, but... They actually had a, uh, a, a training squad that was out doing some exercises, and uh, four, five of the troops got killed uh, just because of drowning. The, the truck they were driving one of those big, huge trucks, and it turned over into the into some flood water. Mm-hmm. Wow! So I mean, it's just been it's been one thing after another. So if you start seeing folks in, in, in the tube swimming to Sonic to order some uh, cheeseburgers or something. <laughs> <laughs> you see that being going around? It's in Houston. Damn. I actually um, had a friend who used to be in Fort Hood, and she knew the people down there that drowned, so they was sad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but, Tedrick, how you doing? What's up with you? I'm good, man. I was just uh, telling Bridget and Anisha that yesterday I, um, I went to Newman, <clears throat> and it was easily one of the hardest things I've ever done. Probably because it took so long. It was five hours in the water. Mm. Um, mm. I think when I got out from my neck to my feet, I was in pain. Mm. Um, and I'm still extremely sore today, but man, it was amazing to see uh, nature's beauty up close and personal with snakes. <laughs> That's beauty. <laughs> man, <laughs> lizards, everything. I mean, you, you think of it, it was out there in the woods, but it was a, uh, it was cool, man. It was cool, you know. Towards the end, it got a lot easier. You just kind of coasting through the water, like the lake opens up and you can see the sky, the mountains, and stuff. It's off the chain. Mm. So, 
It's something I'll definitely do again when I'm in better shape. Probably take a couple canoeing classes. So I'll run into so many trees next time. But uh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Man, Ted talking about when he in better shape. He in better shape than everybody. <laughs> I ever be in my whole entire ass life. <laughs> better shape than my conscience, nigga. <laughs> 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 better shape you better be in for the new environment. Right. But five hours is a long ass time, bro. That's a damn job. It is. Mm, 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 mm. Amisha, what's up with you? Luckily, thankfully, we chilling in this AC. Hallelujah. Mm. We don't want no devils in the house. <laughs> no. <laughs> we want the Lord. That's it. <laughs> Delivered. Oh my God, though. But um <laughs> shout out to Joe for this guy. Joe get on Me. my goddamn nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. This is gonna be a good laugh for the week. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm good. I'm just, you know, glad to see another day. Um, you know, feel comfortable, be comfortable, not worry about people upstairs and shit. Just, <laughs> just, just, just thank in the air. Ooh. <laughs> Man, I want to uh, send, send a special shout out to Anisha and Kevin and Joel for helping me last week with my Amazon Fire Stick. <laughs> You know, I was, try, I was trying my best to jailbreak it, and it just, it just wouldn't do right. But uh, they got it through the process, and I've been watching Thundercats all week. Oh! <laughs> Thundercats. All week long. All right, now. <laughs> well, you know, some of those uh, some of those apps, you know, they especially on some of the cartoons, they have all the 80s cartoons on there. Mm-hmm. Yes, I heard that too. Yeah, gel transformer. They even had mask on there. I was like, damn, I hadn't heard of mask. I'm going to watch mask. They had mask on there. All them action figures. Oh, they had action figures. You know that? No. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, we talking yeah, about masks? They, they popped on and off of them, and they had the, the cars. They had cool cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I used to have that uh, 57 Chevy with the flames on it. Damn. I used to have an airplane, the dude that had the uh, airplane that strapped to the back. Mm-hmm. Mm. Niggas, I was outside playing with jump ropes and shit. I don't know what y'all think. I had a bunch of like that. <laughs> All these action pieces and shit. Y'all was rich, my nigga. She, she, she was outside deep bumped down in jets. <laughs> nah, that, that, was, that was a dad uh, that who worked at service merchandise and had the hookup. That's what mine was. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> My mom used to whoop my ass when I used to leave, leave like a random jacket in my mom. <laughs> don't go down that path. You just don't want that. But if you ever go to the children's museum, like if Brand ever make you go. That child, I've been my three or four times. I just haven't went with him. I've been blessed. Trip. Blessed. Yeah. School it's, trip. It's noise. It's just 
It's a lot going on. It's too much going on. My my sensories are just like no 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 no. Mm, we gonna so. get to that in a minute. The sensory <laughs> overload. <laughs> Rest in peace. I'm real vague. But, uh, <laughs> we gonna jump into the break. Exactly. <laughs> we'll be back. Probably wore yourself out, going back and forth, chasing my thoughts. Next door from now until the pace of my words. It's about time I got the space I deserve. And I'm not growing that. Only reason I fit in, cause I've been holding back. Dumb my shit down a bit so clouds can get a grip on it. I'm about to kick it up and spit past what your occupants compose a high groove and This purchase money was spent. Your whole spot move from this. I walk the ground, leave dense like Godzilla. Gorilla nigga, I'm Don King Kong. Promote this dopeness till it's hopeless. Focus hard, look long. Nobody cares about what's between the hooks and so do you want hooks, jabs, or uppercuts? Either way, be nothing but pain. Pure hell, nothing but flame. You fell stuck in the rain. Face down in the mud, then came down a flood. And you ain't even got your rubber duck. Man, what a shame. If the mainstream got a flood, guess you go down and drain. But since the mainstream's a flood, guess you drown in the fame. Belly up, don't tell me what dope is. Oh, you don't know, guess there's no is in showbiz. Oh, you got green to show. Here come the locust, here to eat your harvest. Greed's never satisfied, it's starving. Carving out the biggest piece of the pie. Now there's nothing left to eat, just the crust on the side. So don't trust your eyes, cause they're bigger than your stomach. I know you want to fly, but if overweight, you'll plummet. Your talks are causing death, will only make you become it. You told me to get a life, I'll, I'll take, take yours. yours. Stop running. How can you exist when God don't make mistakes? They say the early bird gets the worm, but you was late and got a full plate. When you fools make trash, yo, you booty in a can, yo, this great ass. Nobody cares about what's between the hooks and your song. They wondering when your verse gon' end. What's taking so long? Till from middle, switch the dial if they dig them wrong. Pop this tape and inspiration, smiling when it comes on. Come on. It's like the listening last track. Nobody's a fan, everybody got ass caps and hundreds of bad tracks. They like, oh, he's alright, but I'm doing my thing. My tape comes out in the middle of the They love you with one breath and hate you in the next. Like I still don't cash hundred dollar paychecks. Come on, Vaughn, do my song. You the man and all. But don't rap like that. Yes, I have the call. They even talk to me and quick the nitpick. When I listen to yours, I don't ever hit sickness. Nope, here's Not my new joints. But what's the point? I'm so full of myself. Man, forget these dudes. I create rhymes with ease, fools. You write for weeks and can't hang with my type of speech. I confuse and break rules and choose to take who's ever ready to climb on the ride through the mind. TM, Tanya Morgan. GW, John Will. IL, Elias. DP, Vaughn P. VR, Brick Beats. TV, The Beatmaker. ML, We Moonlighting. We Moonlighting. We Moonlighting. We Moonlighting.
right, so welcome to the Barbecue Pit. <laughs> we are uh, here on this. Unfortunately, we're here two days after the death of Muhammad Ali, uh, who was definitely the GOAT. I know that, you know, people say that all the time, but, you know, quite frankly, if there's anybody that ever deserved his title, it's, it's definitely Muhammad Ali. So, um, yeah, as you know, as a lot of people know, should know, and if you don't, shame on you. He's battled Parkinson's disease for a number of years, uh, died due to complications from that. Um, respiratory failure, I believe, was what the doctors initially said. So, um, interesting to note that one of his daughters tweeted out that, you know, every pretty much all of his organs failed him except for his heart. His heart still beat for 30 minutes after everything else shut down, but that just shows you how, how much of a, a true champion he was and a true fighter he was all the way till the end. So, um, you know, obviously there have been a number of tributes, um, 99.9% of them really, really excellent and done. A lot of people who he's touched over the years, whether if it was uh, fellow athletes, celebrities, uh, journalists, uh, you name it, they've all come out and, and pretty much praised Muhammad Ali. Then there's those 0.1% jackasses that I'm sure we'll discuss uh, during this time as well. But uh, guys, what are y'all's uh, initial thoughts about uh, the late, great Muhammad Ali? <sighs> okay, I'll start. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I think the thing about Muhammad Ali, like when you hear his name, you automatically associated with greatness. Um, you associated with pride and being proud, being proud of not only what he had accomplished, what he knew he could accomplish, but just who he was as an individual and as a person. Um, you know, during the time of Muhammad Ali, you know, the um, state of our country experienced, you know, great turmoil um, between the civil rights era, the fighting over in Vietnam. So to just see a person of his, of course, you know, the term that white people love to use is charisma. But it wasn't even just charisma. It was just like his being proud of who he was as a black man during this time and not afraid that fearlessness that's something that I really think people should remember the most and I think uh, a lot of the things that I've seen most of the commentary because I feel like I follow the most hotel ass people on Facebook I don't even know how that happened I almost did my beer out <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know how that happened I do I follow like the hotels of the hotel of Memphis shout out to y'all y'all know who y'all are hotel ass people <laughs> It ain't me. No, it ain't <laughs> they be so sensitive. But they want up a good point that, you know, people, the white people, or the white people, we sung that song yesterday in Germantown. I loved it. Every minute, white people looking around like, what are they doing? I mean, they're singing like Edith from All in the Family. Ah, <laughs> but their, you know, their thing is that he was so charismatic that he transcended race. No, not really. Mm. You probably learned to accept it, but whether he was silent or whether he was vocal, his presence was known, his, his stance was known. And, you know, they were like, you know, quit taking that from us or quit whitewashing who he was. He was always a defiant, unequivocally, Black, loved Black, stood for us, stood by us, fought for us. So don't 
take that away. Don't sugarcoat who he was. And so I, I was like, hmm, look at y'all hotel, making a point. Mm -hmm. So I like that. That's what I would want to remember about him. You know, his children, you know, I definitely understand from that sense of losing a father, especially someone who of importance and, and, and really made a difference in their life and, and made a point to be in their lives. You know, that's something that's important, especially from a children's standpoint. So definitely, I you know, prayers for the family, prayers for individuals who get touched and he will continue to touch with his legacy. I mean, it's a good ass legacy. I dare a motherfucker to tarnish it. I dare, of course, of course it'll happen, but fuck y'all in advance, whoever next. Yeah. Um... When I immediately think about Muhammad Ali, I don't think about the fighter. I think about him as a man and how he fought for social justice in a time when, you know, that that was what the prominent black athlete did back then. You know, your Bill Russells and your Muhammad Ali's and, you know, your Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, they spoke up. And so, you know, it makes me think about today and, and the state of our people and how, you know, athletes today are just kind of quiet, you know? Um, I mean, that's their prerogative. If they don't want to get involved, that's cool. But I just really respect um, guys like Muhammad Ali, who at that time, at a time where it wasn't okay for black people to speak up against white people and the injustices that black folks dealt with, it wasn't cool, you know? And quite frankly, you know, it put his life in danger, but he didn't think twice about it. Um, I mean, you can watch countless videos on Facebook about, you know, him confronting white people about their privilege and his struggles as a black man. Um, and I just think this is worth mentioning. Um, LeBron made a statement earlier this year. I can't quote it word for word, not this year, but um, the other day. But he talked about Muhammad Ali was great, not because he was great in the ring, but he was a great man. Um, that's that's what makes him the greatest of all time. I mean, to tell your government that you're not going to war, to fight in a war that you don't want to fight in. And they tell you, well, we're going to strip you of everything that you own and your career. And he says, okay. like. That's a lot of money. A lot of people probably wouldn't be willing to give it up. But he didn't care, you know, he stood by his beliefs. And, uh, you know, I just think it's just worth worth commending. Um, speaking of trolls, I know, I don't know if y'all heard about Pierce Morgan. Dead nigga. But his, you know, trolling on, uh, on Twitter. I hadn't heard about it. Um, I, I heard, but I don't know what he said. So he said, Muhammad Ali said far more inflammatory and racist things about white people than Donald Trump ever has about Muslims. So, so, oh, like he gave the shout out to his African American friend the other day in the crowd. My right, nigga, right. no, right. Donald, Donald Trump, Trump. You ain't. No, we'll do it after the break. We'll do, we we ain't go dedicate right. time to that. Nah, <laughs> but um, again, this is just prime example of privilege. Um, you know those things that Muhammad Ali may or may have not have said. Probably damn near true, you know. This was this was a time when black people were subject to second class citizenship. I mean, and if you know, white people today were subject to second class anything, they would be cutting heads off, you know. They wouldn't stand and sit by and you know and, and, and let it happen. So, you know, because he stands up and says something now, it's a problem. You know, we want to look back uh, some stuff he said 30, 40 years ago. 34 years, 30 or 40 years ago, the world was much different. You know, nigga probably even born then. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, broke his visa. Shit. Didn't his work visa up? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Send that nigga back. 
but you know, and that's a prime example. That's a prime example of a troll because you, you know, Muhammad Ali has been here for a long time, struggling with Parkinson's disease, but he's just always been. He's been here, and no one said a word about him or this. And the day he died, or you know, he dies, and now all of a sudden you want to come up and say something because you're using his death as an opportunity to, you know, push your right. wet ass agenda, right. you know. So it's a, uh, it's unfortunate. His name way. is Pierce. Okay, it's enough. So fucking enough. You trying to say his name is a hoe? It's a hoe ass bitch name. It's a hoe ass name. <laughs> like Chris Dale in the streets. Come on, <laughs> Pierce. Ain't about nah. Um, I just want to go back to the whitewashing. Um, I saw a little bit about it on Twitter about transcend, transcend, transcending race. Um, how you gonna, his name is Muhammad Ali. He changed his name because he said it was named after slaves. So all this transcending race, I just, I don't understand how they could even make this statement. <clears throat> it's like, have you not followed anything Muhammad Ali has said over the past? You can go back and watch YouTube videos or a documentary and see that he was so pro-black about everything you know what i'm saying so i don't get that i just that, that shit pisses me off it's like Evelyn from the internet saying i'm blacking it blacking it blacking it black that nigga black <laughs> hell he even has a uh they, there's a, a a speech that he did where he talked about just because i'm pro-black doesn't mean i'm anti-white i just love Dang my that. fucking you know i love myself and i love my rights he said that shit I'm like, damn, it's so much shit that you can go back and point pinpoint about him talking about him being black. And then there was another video, it's so many videos on YouTube, it's such a great resource. But uh, there was another video on YouTube where there was this white lady that called him. <laughs> she, yes. she called him Eric. And he was like, you wanna say that shit about was uh, a white man? You just saying that shit because I love my black self. And you know, him just going in on that white lady, and that shit tripped me the fuck out because this was on TV. But what was funny about that video was the woman was from England and she tried yes. to claim to him that she was a minority just like him. Yeah. And he was he's like, like, No, he's like, Shut up. He's like, <laughs> you, might, you, you might think you're a minority, but you still white. He said, You can go in downtown Chicago, open up a home, your own business, uh, open up a storefront, and they'll let you do it, I can't even do it, and I, I was born here, you know what exactly. I mean? And he was like, you know, as, as much as you think you're a minority, you are not a minority, you still benefit from privileges that white people receive, because yeah, you love white. But it was really good too, I'm gonna go left here, for just a second, I'm gonna back, but you said just because I'm pro-black doesn't mean I'm anti-white. Um, and this is, this ain't got nothing to do with Muhammad Ali, but this has just been on my mind all day. Uh-oh. But you know, uh, last night in Memphis, they had a, a shooting downtown. Like this guy go, goes into a, a restaurant downtown called Westies. He opens fire and kills two people, I think, or shoots two people. Yeah. And then um, he leaves there, goes to, where did he go to? A uh, fast pro shop. And he shot someone else. So um, downtown last night, I guess, um, the, there was a police officer who was trying to clear the scene. And the suspect was in the car and ran him over. Yeah, damn. So he died last night. Yeah. Mm. And so, um, you know, like one thing I always say is that you know, being a police is one of the hardest jobs in the world. I mean, I, you know, I tip my hat to him. You go work every night. You don't know what you putting yourself in position. You know, to, to uh, have done to you. You know, you deal with crazy people. You don't know if they got guns, weapons, anything. You know, but um, so. 
naturally they're really they're really um i guess they get really offended when people talk about the black lives matter movement you know so an incident like this immediately on facebook all day it's like you know friends of mine who are police officers they're posting comments about you know everybody's talking about black lives matter and you know killing police officers and this this and this but just like you said, just because I'm pro-black doesn't mean I'm anti-white, but just because we're, you know, you support the Black Lives Matter movement doesn't mean you respect the job that police officers do. Mm-hmm. Right, and, you know, yeah. right, and I think that's the, that's the misconception. Or, you know, I, I take it a step further. I don't even think it's a misconception. I think that just they, they're not intentionally painting themselves as victims, but in their mind, they're victims because people are, you know, supportive of this movement that doesn't totally support police officers. Mm-hmm. But because um, everyone, every officer is not the same. Exactly. Right. But exactly. It's, what they fail to realize is that intelligent people do, and that the people you come into contact with that don't necessarily invoke that same mindset is people who do support Black Lives Matter and do support the uh, job that police officers do are just people that are just jumping on the bandwagon. Like mm-hmm. you've got to be able to discern what is genuine, the people who understand, the people that are just basically trolling your ass. Right. So, because I feel the same way. Like, uh, my mom was in the accident yesterday, and the officer came, and this chick was trying to flirt with the officer. I mean, he was a nice looking guy, but I was just like, <laughs> and so she's like, what time are you getting out? He said, 4 a.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, I gotta work this all the time. I'm like, sir, I, we appreciate you. Appreciate everything you do. Young man, 40. This guy died last night, 46. 46. Young. Yeah, he had kids. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So. These people are, at the end of the day, they're individuals. You know, they're still people. They put on these uniforms to protect themselves. City of Memphis is down 500 cops. I, I guarantee you. I guarantee you they don't make it look any better for someone. Mm-hmm. They don't. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna go and I'm just doing street patrol, right? Street duty, shit you think is easy, mm-hmm. and I'm losing my life for people who don't care, don't respect. I'm, I'm not. They're just, yeah. And, 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 but I'm with you. I mean, you know, I, I, again, I understand their frustrations, but I just, you know, if by chance there are officers listening who work in the Memphis Police Department, you know, recognize that we appreciate the job you do. Yes. But at the same time, you know. The majority of us are intelligent individuals, and when we when we support um, movements like the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, understand that we we use our Googles before we jump in and make a, and make a decision. You know what I mean? Like last night, the guy was run by a police car, and uh, I hope heard somebody say, "What well, we shot him last night? That there would have been uprage." No, because he shot three people, and he ran. He was trying to run somebody else. You, you should have put a bullet in his hand. I mean, that's how I be. Like. Apparently, clearly, he had no, no care. Yeah, he had a care in the world about anybody's life, including his own. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, shoot him in the head. I'm cool with it. I mean, but when you got somebody who is, you know, trying to talk back and forth to you, and then the the conversation escalates, and then it becomes a heated argument. You need to, you need to, you know, you get him down, and you know, it don't mean pull your gun out. You right. know, you got tasers, you got batons. You get a ton of other options before you have to put your gun, and that's my whole thing. But that dude should be shot. Okay, I'm sorry about that, Joel. That's okay. I feel like that's a. We really gotta talk about. It's another show, though. Another show. But you know, and 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 the thing about I know we uh, said we weren't gonna mention too much of trolls, but you know, first of all, fuck Pierce Morgan, bitch. But uh, (laughs) besides that. There was a uh, a rep a representative. I sent y'all the, uh, uh, the picture of the screen grab in the group text, but 
a guy by the name of Martin Daniel. He is a state representative from the Knoxville area. Um, this jackass was famous a couple of months ago. He was a Tea Party guy. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, he had said that in, in comments to at the University of Tennessee that uh, when they were talking about like freedom of speech or whatever, and he had said um, he had said a few months back that. You know, it's okay if, if ISIS wants to come to the University of Tennessee and recruit that they can. That, that uh, so, you know, for freedom of speech or freedom of whatever. Well, anyway, this jackass decided yesterday to use, to take the, the death of Muhammad Ali um, and try to make a name for himself, I guess is what he was doing. Now, the tweets today have been scrubbed out and deleted, but not before he became famous <laughs> yesterday. But basically, he had called, uh, he had repeatedly called Muhammad Ali Cassius Clay, even though Muhammad Ali said, you know, repeatedly that that's not his name. And he made it very clear that, you know, Muhammad Ali is his name. Um, and then he also brought up the fact, which he wasn't the only one. I mean, you know, the egg avies and the, the flag avies and the dog avies, they were all out yesterday, too, uh, talking about, you know, how Ali was a draft dodger or whatever. But he brought that up, and then he tried to make a comparison about how liberals were dancing on the, the grave of Antonin Scalia. But how dare he? You uh, goddamn right. Play, but but uh, this is why I say I bring it. I bring this. This um, I bring this jackass up because I just want to make a point that this is why it's important to vote. Uh, because this guy is representing the you know the city of Knoxville uh, in the state legislator. I mean, this guy is literally passing legislation for the state of Tennessee. So you know, if if we don't go out and vote, we're going to keep having jackasses like this who are going to number one make the whole state look bad, <laughs> number two make the whole country look bad, and number three, he's, you know, he's passing you know le legislation that is not really beneficial for anybody. So. Um, and there are a few others too, but um, you know that's why I just wanted to bring that up real quick. So, uh, final thoughts, guys. I just want to say that we are the smartest group of individuals ever to grace your ears. Just so you know, mm. everybody's <laughs> point was valid, made, and with some strength on it. Okay, mm. you hear us? Put some respect on it. What? With the K on mm -hmm. the end. Right 
Is there nothing sacred anymore? When celebrities are deified And we're still calling some countries third world And crimes against little ones Are punished with little laws And girls are taught to hide their curves As though they're flaws And other girls are taught to expose them But not on them First century, and I still get followed around in stores. And governments use our money for reasons other than what they say they're using it for. And small countries fall. Big that keeps on growing and silent pain is golden under the guise of religion and section we're going to discuss a recent incident that happened at the Cincinnati Zoo um, and it involved a gorilla by the name of Arimbe I'm sorry y'all but every time every time I hear Harambe I think about that episode of the Boondocks when he was teaching 
was trying to be culturally sensitive and teach the class about Kwanzaa. But um, yeah, so Harambe is a silverback gorilla who resides in the Cincinnati Zoo. And um, well, this past week, was it this past week? Yeah. Oh, no, it was a week. Wasn't it? Sunday or Monday? Yeah, last week. Yeah. Last week. Well, uh, a toddler <laughs> found himself in the habitat at the zoo with Harambe. Now, 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 let's stop right here. In the habitat. Now, if you have a toddler with you and you walking past some gorillas, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the last thing you want to do is A, let your toddler go and watch where they go. Somehow, um, this child ended up in the, uh, not. it wasn't really a cage, it was like, I guess, you know, he's sort of habitat yeah. at the zoo, you know? But um, the gorilla kind of violently, for a second, violently dragged the young man uh, around the habitat. But what's interesting is if you watch the video, there were also times when the gorilla seemed to kind of like nurture or kind of like care for the child, like hold him, you know, be really gentle with him. But there's also a time when he kind of dragged him violently. So um, long story short, they laid him down. Shot they shot Harambe. Harambe, whatever. Right. And so uh, they killed him in order to get the child back safely, which I guess to some degree is understandable, but let's, I don't know. I got a lot to say about this one. Um, but I'm swinging around for it before I get my pen. Mm-mm, I'm going first. I got, I got a lot to say. I got a lot to say. Hold on. Go ahead, Bridget. <clears throat> okay, so as a, I'm a parent of a five-year-old, a five-year-old boy at this. And I know this firsthand. When you take your kids to the zoo or whatever, they ass get out of control. They just they get they get excited. And this baby was three, three, right? He was three. And the little boy told his mama, "I'm going down there. I'm going down there." And I don't know if she had other kids with her, but she took her eyes off the baby for a second, and the baby was down there, fell 15 feet, fell down there, and got in the habitat with her roommate. <clears throat> I don't want to blame the mama because I know as a parent, your kids, they as toddlers, they get kind of crazy and they want to run around everywhere, but you cannot take your eye off them for a second. I know it's tiring. I know because we just took our little kid to Chicago. At the, we took them everywhere at the, the aquarium, all of it, and they just they get excited and they want to go everywhere. And me and my husband was tired as shit, <laughs> running behind a little five year old. So I can imagine what it was like. So um, with that being said, I, like I said, I don't want to blame the mama. I've seen a whole lot of mean shit being said on social media about the kid, about the mama. They even brought up the the, the baby's um, father. They brought up his past, talking about he had a criminal record. What the fuck they got to do with that baby getting lost in the habitat at the zoo? I don't know. They <laughs> This shit pissed me off. I'm like, stick to the facts, man. Stick to the facts. Cincinnati. Um, has had other problems with the zoo of not keeping the animals safe as they could be away from other people. Um, it's supposed to be like a two, what I forget what it's called. Like they're supposed to double block the gorillas off or something like that. And they didn't do that. They didn't do that. Um, <clears throat> but they've called this mama all kinds of horrible names. 
these white people have gotten out of control with what they have said about this mama talking about, you know, Harambe shouldn't have been shot. Sure, Harambe shouldn't have been shot. I mean, could, they could have did something different, but they was trying to protect their baby. They had to do what they had to do, and Harambe had to be shot. Sorry, it's how it went down, whatever. That, with that being said, let's stop blaming this mama. Stop blaming the mama. Um, she did what she can do. And let's stop saying all this mean shit, talking about that baby should have been shot. I've seen some horrific <laughs> shit on Facebook and on Twitter said about this, this incident. Remember they dead, y'all. They had to kill him. They had to put him down. They had to protect that child. They had to do what they had to do. Secondly, like I said, it's hard to watch the three-year-old, two-year-olds run around at the zoo that get into shit, but you gotta watch them. Got to watch them. And when he said, that three-year-old said, I'm going down there, she should have been like, okay, come on, let's go. <laughs> let's go, because he he is determined to get his ass down there, and guess what it is. So he got down there, got his ass drug around. And I know Harimbe, I don't think Harimbe was gonna harm the baby, but he got down there and they had to shoot him. So, yeah. And this whole, this, oh God. I just found out the baby was black on Monday. I did not know this child was black. Did anybody know that? Mm -mm. The baby is black. The mama is black. But well, we know now. We know now, but. I didn't know at the time either. We, we had some choice words, but. Yeah, as soon as they found out that baby was black, them white folks done lost their damn mind. I had like knee jerk reactions because we used to live with some white people. <laughs> oh, yes. People were all out of sorts, and I was just like, okay. Because they were not blaming the parent. I was like, oh, sure. But now when we found out the baby was people went Lost bananas. And I saw a lot of the comments, like somebody had said, no, Harambe should have been shot. The mama should have been shot. Yes. So, so now, now that everything does is settled, news reports have come out and things, I'm gonna explain how I feel. So going back, the three-year-old said, yeah, I'm gonna go down there. The mama said, no. They had a system where he would keep his hands in the pocket. There were more than one children. She had two uh, children. Okay. So what she was gonna do is that she said, instead of, or these are reports, I wasn't there. I'm just going off of the information, using my Googles, determining, coming to my own conclusion, my own opinion. You can fight me on this, <laughs> bitch, you go lose. So just with all that being said, I just, I just do not, do not at me. I'm not even on Twitter. I won't see that shit till days later. Don't at do me. it. Don't just don't do it. But they had a system. You keep your hand in my pocket. Okay. Instead of you going down there, which you can't, that's no, you know, she probably call a little motherfucker or something like that. Cause we do that when three-year-olds get up to here. You do it in your head. She might be one of them people that say it out. Cause I had a three-year-old that was all over the map. Mm -hmm. My son was all over the map. I think they, his uh, grandmother took the Disney World. She was thinking about buying his ass one of them little leashes that they buy for the white mm -hmm. kids. Cause this motherfucking ass was all over the map. And I went, I didn't want my child to get lost in Florida head. Cause I was been on her ass. I'm like, why you didn't get a leash? Why you didn't get a leash? <laughs> you feel how you want to feel like that? I want my child to come home to me every goddamn day. Regardless of how it gets done, I don't fuck with them, but keep them as safe as you can. With that being said, that little motherfucker was determined. He went in there. The initial response to people were like, oh, she didn't go in after him. She wanted to. People kept her from going in there. Cause it was like, what are you gonna do? Pause. How the 
fuck I'm finna go down. We finna be two dead motherfuckers down there. I'm trying to save my child. What the hell? I think her initial response when you trying to say, you know, you whatever, it was not gonna be the right, it wasn't the right response. Right. So people kept her back there, you know, trying to, cause I think somebody interviewed and the lady was like, well, I saw me a bitch. Why you ain't saying that it after the fact? Time, I'm sorry. <laughs> Time. <laughs> Look, like I just said, I was in Chicago and I saw little kids running off everywhere. I'm a parent. If I see a child without an adult, I am going to stop that child. Just be like, hey, you know, just like, where is your mama at? Perfect example. We were at the movies. Not at the movies. We had, Collierville has this movie night where it's free for kids or whatever. And there was this little boy that came out of nowhere. My kid attracts just kids. I don't know what it is. The child's just very friendly. He a G. He a G. People love my child. <laughs> Adults and kids alike. So this little boy came out of nowhere. And I was just like, uh, boy, wait. <laughs> where is your next of kin? I need to know this immediately. Why are you sitting on my palate? I don't care if you have popcorn drinks. I just need to know where is your, whoever you, who, where is your adult? Who is with you? And he pointed, my mama went somewhere, blah, 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 but my big sister is over there. Okay, let me walk over there and introduce myself and be like, okay, your child is over here with me. I just want y'all to know. If you see a little, little kid running around, goddamn, stop them and be like, hey, how you doing? Just talk to them. They'll tell you, my mama over there somewhere, blah, blah, blah. Stop them. Especially a little three-year-old. What the hell? I do it all the time. I, I do it all the time in the grocery store. It is. That's what I was gonna say. It's my husband said that's how it happens all the time. That's how these little children get snatched. Right. This little girl, she couldn't have been no more than 12, 13 with a basket. Just do 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 do. So, so many things are going on. 
so many things are happening. We could say all day she should have been watching her child. Maybe she was watching her child. You don't know. We don't know. We weren't there. This thing was unfortunate. I think the thing that I disagree with is that they should have maybe evacuated that area mm -hmm. instead of shooting the gorilla in front of all these children who traumatized not only the child that was down there, you traumatized the people that were around. You, you know, it's just... I understand quick second decisions, but you have got to have a plan in place. And I don't know if Cincinnati had a plan in place. I don't know if the zoo, but Cincinnati is notorious for doing dumb shit anyway. We ain't gonna go there. But, but, these white people, <laughs> the white people, the ignorant people on the internet need to have all the fucking chills. They need to have an Antarctic chill because that shit is, it's ridiculous because then I heard about other stories that I hadn't heard about, like the tiger, the dude that just jumped his ass down there and they mm -hmm, shot the tiger. Mm -hmm. There was another incident where these white people thought they were doing good to uh, rescue, rescue a bison. And the, and the bison's mama didn't recognize it anymore, so they had to kid They shoot the damn bison. I mean, you know, white people do shit every day. And, oh, it's they, oh, but they tried. But it's okay, things happen. Children, you know, mm. let them be kids. We have we have thugs or we have, you know, rambunctious, you know, that's the way teenagers are. Mm. That's just you know, that's just a part of growing up. And people make mistakes every day. Like, say that shit, because when it's one of us, um, your dad was in jail. That's probably <laughs> right. Like the dad wasn't even in there. Like he it, wasn't even there. And what did that have to do with anything? He they actually shot the one back. <laughs> if we gonna go there, if we gonna drag this shit all the way from over here. Right. All, and, and this is what the media does. They create clickbait. And it's like, you got to determine if you smart enough or if you just gonna fall to the, fall victim to the trip. Cause it just makes no sense. I, I, I do not, will not ever understand other than you are trying to dehumanize the value of the story, the value of these people by bringing up some bullshit that didn't have shit to do with what was going on. Not a damn thing. thing. Like, why the mm -hmm. fuck you bring that up? But I'm not mad at the mama. I'm not <clears throat> mad at the rambunctious child. I'm not mad at the Cincinnati Zoo. Things in this world happen. They're unfortunate. The shit happens. If we could have saved Harambe, then what? We still have a story. We still were talking about dad. We were still talking about the mom. We were still talking about baby Isaiah. But so at the end of the day, it's just, you know, ain't nobody giving us these goddamn tributes when we left. <laughs> there was little Madison that ran her ass down to there. Man, they would have been mad at Cincinnati Zoo. They had the tranquilizer for baby Madison. Baby Remember when that dumbass baby when Jessica fell down the well? Uh -huh. Okay. 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 Damn, we you, did stole a my, you stole my point, Anisha. That was exactly what I was going to bring up. Damn, you went back with the game. I'm sorry. She well, because you remember the coverage back then. Like, you know, everybody was like, baby Jessica watching, baby Jessica this. And yeah, like like the like the tone of the of the uh, the TV people were just kind of hushed tones, you know. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like like they were whispering in, in, as the damn uh, crane is going down the well. Like, why are you whispering? This ain't a fucking golf course. <laughs> <laughs> going down the hole. And we hope to get baby Jessica alive out. Like, bitch, you a thousand miles away. Why the fuck are you whispering? Yeah. 
Not only that, they did baby Jessica all the way up to the ripe old age of fucking 25. Yes. Bitch, I didn't care about baby Jessica until after she got the well, I was done. She was safe, God bless, and good night. The parents were not reprimanded or arrested. Dad went on to be a hillbilly. Mama went on to be whatever the fuck she wanted to be. And baby Jessica grew the fuck up. Watch. Ain't nobody gonna talk about Isaiah no more. Ain't nobody gonna, but you drug this family. You yes. drug these people through the mud for filth for what? A grill your ass didn't even know about. Harambe, bitch, do you even know what it means? <laughs> <laughs> Hell nah. Harambe! <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, nah, I don't know what this shit means. <laughs> Damn, we, well, I think we got this one pretty good. <laughs> we, we got this one pretty good. And it just, it just, as a parent, I know, and you take your eyes off a child for a second, as a three-year-old, their ass is gonna be gone. You know what I'm saying? They just, they, they, that's what they do. That's what they do. And for her to get drugged in the mud and, I think she's being um, looked at like they're looking at her family, and she she got uh, charged with childhood. I mean, um, child endangerment and all this other shit. She like, did. Damn. That's what I heard. Oh, she did once before. Mm-hmm. Three for this. this. For this. And I should have known she was black then when they did that bullshit. Just... And they only did that to appease the white people. Yeah. Mm. And then some of the black people were like, man, if it was me, nigga, if, if it, it was, was you, was you. you the same people that was dropping your baby off at two weeks old in your mama house so you can go to D&D, okay? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> if it was me. I mean, I was just, when I heard the story, I just felt bad. I was just like, this is fucked up all the way around. Yeah. For the zoo, for the mom. Thankfully, the baby is okay. Right. Little Isaiah is fine. That's, what, that's the thing that people should have been worried about. Right. Like, nobody gave a damn about Harambe until that day. You didn't care. He was in, he, born in clothes. They're not supposed to be there. That's a whole other thing. My issue with zoos and circuses. And, but hey, the shit go happen. My word don't mean nothing. Just, but come on. I was going to tell Man, what? <laughs> Dragging your ass around the lazy river. <laughs> he ain't gonna never live that day. Oh, we ain't shit, y'all. We ain't shit. It looks like I say, but you know I'm right. Mama gonna bring that up at every turn. Every time he fuck up, she'll be like, bring these demons. Mitchell, come you again. You can go live with Rumble. <laughs> you can go ahead and live with Rumble, people. Man, I did not know. Ooh, Cincinnati is fucking up. Ooh, Lord. Yeah. They fucking up, damn. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I ain't got nothing. I'm good. Anybody else got something to say? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Harambe! <laughs> well, we'll have a moment of silence for our boy Harambe, and we're going to kick it to the commercial and play some more good music. Here we go. Harambe! 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 
Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe! Harambe!